0: All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju All you need is all you need All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju A little juju A little juju A little juju is the way It's how I start my day Can't firm no say no And I'll never give play, get play. Take your photo to the grave, but that ain't even my thing, I just stay at the crossroads pray, I just pour a little honey from my face to make a stay, cause I hate when bay leaves, but I manifest a little with my bay leaves, I'm my ancestors baby, so I give them everything that they gave me, yeah, so I can't be stopped, manifested everything me i spiritually
1: rounded while I'm on the top My spirit's surrounded so I'll never drop, drop. Welcome to a little juju podcast or whatever. This is a podcast all about black 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 ass spirituality honoring our ancestors Honoring ourselves Decolonizing religion and spirituality On our journey to freedom Because in my humble opinion Liberation first exists in the spirit what they say, as above, so below, in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven, hallelujah. My name is Juju Bay, and I'm the host of this show. I'm a medium, I'm a Reiki practitioner, I'm a hoodoo, of course. I'm an Orisha devotee, I'm a Patebi, I am a, what did I call it last last week, enthusiast, a religious enthusiast, not a fanatic, but an enthusiast. I love black religions, and um, I read about them, and I study them, and I talk my shit on this show. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time, child, you are in for a ride, honey. (laughs) Start episode one. Actually, start wherever you want to start, but I'm glad that you're here. If you are a returner, hey, boo, glad to hear you, Well, glad to see you. Well, I can't either. Glad to know that you're listening. Glad to have you in the room. So grateful for, for all of my listeners. Um. So yeah, I know y'all probably like, girl, you said this was a bi-weekly show and now it's giving back to back because I put out an episode last week about hexes. I hope you all listened to that. My patrons got a little bit of tea, some expa- expounded on tea in the Patreon, but I hope you all enjoyed the hex episode. I feel like that's going to be an episode I'm going to keep talking about because... Yes. Um, but yeah, so we're here with another episode because we have some really fun, cool stuff coming up. Um, this is an interview with Ahime Ora, who is a friend of the show. We all know Ahime. Check out Ahime's episode, I'll put it in the show notes, of course. Um, and we also have Gary, who I've known Gary for some time, who is also a practitioner, who is a spiritualist, who does Reiki. And all the things, Gary is great, 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 great. So I'm so happy to have them both on the show. And we have a surprise for you all, which is why we had to do a back-to-back um, ALJ pod episodes this time around. So I hope you all enjoy. I'm not going to run my mouth too much because I, I want to get into the interview and I want you all to get hip to what's kind of going on and in, in some nooks and crannies of the spiritual community ways that we're coming together um, and building and collaborating, which is so important. Um, and and also just big shout out to to Nova Network. Shout out to Jade and Ty who suggested that we actually do this interview and it made made total sense. actually, I think it was Jade, I don't remember. but shout out to both of y'all. For creating Nova Network, I'm gonna talk about what Nova Network is in the interview, but y'all just go check it out while we're talking. N O V two A's A A Network and uh, get your life, get your get your education, get your get your information. This is just it's it's so good what they're doing at Nova Network, and I'm very grateful to be a part of the number.
0: Oh yes, I want to be in the number when the
1: saints go marching in all right let's get into the <laughs> y'all don't fool let's get into donations and then we're going to get into our lovely interview with the lovely ahime Gary gangsta Gary. all you need is a little juju A Little Juju Podcast is written, hosted, and crafted by me, Juju. And this process is a labor of love, but it is labor nonetheless because podcasting is not free. It takes time, money, and resources to produce this show for you, which is why contributions are so important. And there are a few ways to donate to the show, both monetarily and non-monetarily. So monetarily, the first way I'll mention is through Patreon. So Patreon is a way that you can contribute to the show monthly. So on the first, around the first of every month, Patreon automatically takes out whatever you choose to donate. Donate ranging from one dollar to a million dollars, as many dollars as you like. And uh this is simply to help support a Little Juju podcast, but depending on your level of donation, you may get a few extras. I'm thinking ebooks, classes, discounts, updates, tutorials. My patrons know it's a lot of different things going on in there, and that is a wonderful way to be in a committal support system with the podcast. Now, if that's a little too much for you, you're not ready for that, understood. You can always just hit me up on the cash app, dollar sign, I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E, or on Venmo, it's Jujube, or through PayPal at paypal.me slash J-U-J-U-B-A-E. And for the non-committal ways to donate, that is shouting the show out. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your homie, tell your lover, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell everyone about a little juju podcast who you think would benefit. Shout me out. Repost the episodes when they come out. Just spread, help spread the good juju gospel. Also, subscribe, rates, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Say, I love this podcast. It's really helped me so much. Those are all the ways that I really, really appreciate and also help contribute to the show. So huge, huge shout out to my newest patron. Shout out to It's in the Stars. Love that name. Thank you so much for becoming a patron. Shout out to Rachel Sign or Sing maybe. Thank you so much for becoming a patron, Rachel. Shout out to Joy Hearts. Thank you for being a patron. Brittany Saunders. Thank you for joining the Juju family and shout out to Jordy C for becoming a patron. I'm sending you. All the good juju, all the good vibes, all the good financial abundance and and prosperity that I can muster up as you share it with me. I'm sharing it back with you tenfold. May all of your dreams come true. May all of your blessings come true. And may you also just have the resources to be able to create, do, live, experience as you want to in the life you want to live. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. All you need
0: is a little juju.
1: Now, if you are a traditional podcast listener and you're listening to the audio only, that is totally fine. But just so you know, this episode, the interview portion, is interviewed on JujuTube, as I typically do with my guests. So if you want to see us chat and be very cute, go on over to Juju uh my YouTube, which we call JujuTube over here, and you can watch the interview. Uh, but anyway, let's, let's get right into it. I'm talking to Priestette. Ahime and practitioner poppin' gangster Gary. Honestly, gangsta. Both Ahime and Gary are giving very much um public figure spiritualists, you know, putting on for the black folks who are who are up front and in center on BuzzFeed and um just doing very very exclusive kind of some things, you know, he may, you know, he may be getting tweeted by, reposted by SZA and all the celebrities, child. So I'm talking to the, to the, to, to the, uh, to the really popping <laughs> front facing spiritualist in this episode. So I hope you all enjoy, um, such a great interview and, uh, yeah, let's get right into it. All you need is a little juju. Hey y'all. Hello, everyone watching. Hopefully, you're watching on JujuTube. So if you listen to the audio, that's cool. But come on over to JujuTube, aka YouTube, so you can get <laughs> into all the fineness that we have going on over here. I'm so happy to do the interview today with Ahime, who is already a friend of the podcast, who has been on the podcast, and also Gary, who I've known for like years at this point. Years. Um, <laughs> so I'm so excited to have you both here. Welcome to ALJ Pod. Yes, Mm -hmm. thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. So excited to be back. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. So, really, the intention behind this interview today, y'all, is that Jade and Ty, who are the creators, founders of Nova Network, which we about to get into. Nova Network is, Mm -hmm. I guess I would describe it as like a community platform Mm -hmm. directory. Um, Of different spiritualists, astrologers, diviners, herbalists, tarot readers, ATR practitioners, like it has a little bit of everybody on there. Um, and Jade and Ty created this to kind of create more community within the spiritual community, but also to kind of, I guess, streamline how people can find folks like for what they need. If they need a Reiki practitioner, you can go on Nova Network and find you a Reiki practitioner, et cetera. But a different portion of Nova Network um, has teachers and classes. So there's classes about a whole bunch of different things ranging from some of the topics I just said, like tarot and I saw something about reparenting yourself, but also Mm. to African traditional religion. And so that's kind of our, me, Gary and Ahime are kind of holding that as some of, a few of the teachers within that lane. Mm. So this uh, interview was to really just talk about NOVA, but also like get to know us as teachers because we want people to utilize NOVA. It's an amazing platform. Um, but to also like sign up for our class, obviously, and and just get some yeah. things from us. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to get to know. <laughs> I want folks to be able to get to know us and who we are. Um, so, Gary, I want to start with you. Um, how did you sort of get into, I guess, your own spiritual journey? Like what kind of led you there? What were some of the beginnings and how long have you been practicing? And what do you practice specifically?
2: Um, so first off, thank you for having me here. These are some really great questions because I feel like I get to explain everything. Mm -hmm. I never really got to talk about like coming out the spiritual closet, as I like to say. Um, but for me, I have been a practitioner of, I started off with just like, Hoodoo,
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: learning uh, conjure work, learning a bunch of just like working with herbs and stuff like that. I started that probably like late 2016, early 2017. Okay. Um, and this was a time where I was um, working on my sobriety from alcohol. It was like I needed something to kind of just like replace. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I was putting all that like energy into as far as like my drinking and just like being like out in the streets acting a fool. Right. And I was like, oh my God, let me learn more about crystals. Let me learn more about like tarot. And it kind of like began there. And then um, the process of just like learning Learning what an altar was, you know what I mean. Learning how to write a petition, like these were things mm-hmm. that I was, i um, picking up from uh, a variety of different like people along the way, like in one-offs. And I was like, let me just like start creating this for myself. But my beginnings uh, come from Lukumi and Santeria. Okay. Uh, back when I was a PhD student um, at the University of Pittsburgh, one of the summers that I was doing like my graduate research. Um, I was staying with the Santero um, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea about any of the practices. Of course, you know, growing up as uh, I was raised in the South, I'm from Conyers, Georgia. If you look it up on a map, it's very, very small. Okay. Very small, very country. You know what I'm saying? The country doll, as I like to say. (laughs) Um, But for me, it was always kind of like a negative uh, connotation alongside. And I remember I was uh, in the middle of something where it was just like a very unpleasant, uncomfortable situation while I was there. And I had um, some eczema like stuff that was going on. And um, Ababa Lau had given me uh, basically just like a prescription to like help me clear all the energy that was trying to like keep me in Cuba. I actually ended up leaving the country like very early. So I was like, wow, like this is like some this is some real stuff. And I just it kept, works. It <laughs> works. Like I was like, damn. And this is something completely like left field from any of my knowledge about these things. So right. um, for me, it was like me knowing that that was like my in. And trying to, like, get back to, you know, what are some of the things that I can use as far as, like, around me, some of the practical tools that I can take into account. Um, And I started just, like, you know, doing readings for myself, really just, like, working my own personal healing. And as I started to glow up, other people were like, hey, can you help me glow up, too? How are you doing this? How can you uh, assist me, maybe provide some guidance? So I started going into just, like readings for other people, Mm -hmm. offering my services. Of course, you know, like the very first like level of just like offering, you know, putting yourself out there in the spiritual realm, I guess you could say. So that's kind of like where I began. Um, And then it just kind of blew up from there. I had an opportunity to film with BuzzFeed back in like 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, Black Friends do Tarot for the first time. And that's kind of just like how I started to like put myself out there Mm -hmm. Um, and then just start offering services for others. And at this point, like what I primarily focus on uh, is self-actualization. I think about how we all have these um, greater versions of self that we are working on becoming um, and how, what are the actual tangible steps that can get you there based on whatever you have kind of like in front of you so my um, first career my past life I was an educator um, I was in the classroom for 10 years um, so on. teaching, yes, listen, teaching is like my, uh, it's like my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. I've always thought it very important to not just, you know, gain knowledge for self, but also pass it on. Right. Um, but knowing that, you know, everybody learns very differently. Everybody experiences life very differently. And for me, it was all about like my personal shedding and my personal like growth to help me get here. It's like, we're not perfect. And I don't want anybody to make it look like, you know what I'm saying? Like I got it all together because I don't. But what I will do is talk about the things that helped me to like reground, mm-hmm. recenter, reorient. Mm-hmm. Reconnect and kind of like the practices that have gotten me to that point. So I think about myself as kind of like the the first stage for people like, oh, you really learning about like your numerology, your angel numbers. You want to jump into tarot a little bit more and let me help you walk through it. Right. So that way you have somebody to like bounce those questions off of that I didn't necessarily have on right. my journey growing up.
1: Right. So right. yeah, that's
2: me in a nutshell.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you also sharing just the impact that it's had about around your healing and in sobriety and like how it kind of served as a... A, a gateway into a whole different realm, like of yes. other things that you could be doing. So, just ashe to you, and, and I appreciate you sharing that. You. um So, Ahime, I have the same question for you, but also, y'all, you can go back to Ahime's episode as well. <laughs> for real, we, talk <laughs> <Thoroughly>. <laughs> we talked a lot. For real. We talked a lot. But just in short, kind of what kind of brought you mm-hmm. into your own spiritual journey?
3: Yeah, so the foundation was definitely mother figures, starting from my mm-hmm. own mother. um I was born in Nigeria and I immigrated to the States around. 2003, so it's still very and my mother was going through a lot of homesickness and having to readjust to not being around her community and the way that she was able to have a type of resilience was to speak stories, was to tell stories of her ancestors, of home, of Orishas and she would always captivate me every school night, all the time and I would just be standing at the edge of the bed like, tell me more mom." you know, Nigerian moms are very dramatic, so just the whole thing,
1: the words the movements, the voice,
3: you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. due to her it definitely captivated my interest in storytelling and especially in writing and being able to speak and you know, uh, communicate well. So I originally wanted to be a photographer because the idea of translating stories from written to visual was very important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I was getting more closer in touch with Aoife and Risha, and I was getting initiated, and I was receiving my first hand. It was definitely harder and harder for me to get the success that I wanted um, as a photographer because that wasn't my destiny. It was tell stories of my own progress, to tell stories of what the way that my mom has taught me um, of Mm. healing, of spirituality. And it guided me to do what I'm doing right now, telling stories and educating other people in African spirituality and helping other people enter into ancestral veneration. Being someone who grew up in the continent and having to grow up in the diaspora, it has allowed me to have a bridge between these two worlds Mm -hmm. and to help people who are, seeking home and also to help people who are at home to reconnect with themselves and to Mm -hmm. erase the type of homelessness that is within us globally Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. that's just my foundation foundational reason of what i'm doing this work
1: yes Yes. thank you um that was so poignant i would share (laughs) like my point but i kind of feel like i don't i don't want this to be necessarily about me um Mm -hmm. but i also acknowledge that people may be listening to this episode who have never heard of a Lil Juju podcast um, because I know it's going to be blasted by Nova. Mm -hmm. So um, just in short, I have my foundation in hoodoo um, and I just Didn't always understand what hoodoo was. And for those listening, hoodoo is a Black American um, spiritual tradition, uh, religion that many of our enslaved ancestors used to get free, used to heal, used to conjure, used to do all of the things that you see niggas do. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. that's what hoodoo is (laughs) to me. Um, so that's, that's kind of my foundation, but I also practice a whole bunch of other things
0: mm-hmm. that
1: I can get into later. But, um, my next question is, I, I guess when I was looking at the, uh, Nova network and just in general, um. ATRs and even just diasporic religions, African diasporic religion, I'll add that under ATR as well or to Mm -hmm. ATR as well. There seems like there's just not a lot of space to talk about these religions specifically. Like it all feels like when we say spirituality, quote unquote, it's just like this thing that's just you kind of do whatever you want. And that's not shade to it. It's just kind of like... I feel like there sometimes needs to be a separate space for, for, for black people um, Mm -hmm. to know that there are actually specific ideas and concepts and religions that are very black or that are African rooted or centered. Um, So I'm just curious how you all feel about that. And how do you, how do you feel that, Hmm, this question is very like, girl, where are you going? But it's like, how do you all feel that that kind of has a place in your, your teaching, your life, your like, not the ethereal, but specifically like being a black person and practicing these things. Like, Mm -hmm. what is the importance of that? um, If that question makes sense, whatever you get from that, I just want y'all to speak on that. Uh, Whoever wants to go first.
2: I'll go. Um, I was going to say it comes all back to like access Um, Mm -hmm. and having access is I think like the first thing, Um, because I know like for me as someone who. Uh, didn't grow up seeing a lot of these practices, like hearing about them and hearing, I guess like not necessarily negativity around them, but a, I guess like a different perspective from what I was seeing kind of like manifesting and working in my life and the connection that I was making to like my ancestors and what it was kind of like allowing me to just like have, um, relationship to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that why it's so important to me, um, or just like to be a part of like this space is to know that, you know, you don't have to have all of the answers before you kind of like hop into stuff. It's more about just right. like seeing something that resonates with your spirit, one, two, also just like your lineage, like wanting to learn more, wanting to learn more about your history, wanting to honor those that came before you in your own specific way because everyone's practices are going to be very different you know what I'm saying everybody's uh access to it is also going to be very uh it's going to be differentiated based on you know where you grow up I feel like if I didn't come back to New York while I was born a lot of these things as far as like my connection to being able to meet people um and then also knowing that like my family's roots are here it's like all of those things aligned I really just like feel like allowed me that space to be Mm -hmm. able to speak to others that were um either under the same, like, uh, pretenses, like, under the same, like, beliefs, wanted to, like, expand more, and I feel like that's really important for us as we are kind of, like, getting into more of the digital age, you know what I mean? Like, there are these things that we have always heard about. We've always, like, uh you know, maybe had a different perspective or a different perception, Um, but now because of the internet, now because of social media, there's a a different sense of access, and I feel like we can all learn from one another if we Mm. are all aligned with that same vision. I feel like that's what this is an opportunity to provide, those, because, you know, everybody got their own little jush, everybody got their own little bag, and it's like, that's what we love, and that's the beauty of human life, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the beauty of, you know, the practices that we have.
1: Ashe, how about you, Ahime? Thank you, gay I think, like,
3: the resurgence of all of this, of African traditional religions and spirituality is, is deciding, it's giving people the opportunity to unswitch narratives that mm-hmm. are toxic to them, right? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is certain things like what African traditional spirituality is on the basis of, which is community, mm-hmm. um, not being able to do things alone. You know, Eva and Risha, something that depends on your community, depends on the compound, depends on people around you. So it is so important for people like us and other people as well who are in their fields, who are skilled to provide people a space for them to feel accepted. Because if you are going to go on a, Solitary thing with African traditional spirituality, whether it's hoodoo, conjure, um, whether it's ifa, whether it's play, look at me, you're going to have to be around people.
1: Isolation
3: yeah. and solitary practice does not work here. And I think that's something that we are so used to, especially mm-hmm. uh, with new age spirituality, about you need to heal by yourself. You need to do things by yourself. You need to manifest by yourself, regarding totally erasing the idea that your own success is the success of the community and your ancestors and all those who are pouring into you. So I really appreciate these spaces, especially with leaders and spiritual um, advisors like ourselves creating wavelength for people to kind of reach back and be like oh this is the community that I've been searching for that I've been looking for mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. thank you I was that gonna say me. can I can I add to that because oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I was gonna say child like the thing about it is like I think about where I came from and not not even knowing you know what I mean like these communities like not even knowing each other and it's like right. we have this opportunity to reconnect and also just like share thoughts, really just build. And it's like, Mm -hmm. this is like the beginning of us being able to, or just as a you know, as a global unit, as a global community, being mm-hmm. able to find those that do um identify with your own personal beliefs, your own right. personal just like because it's not just about uh, you know, the exciting, it's about the shortcomings. The shortcomings and the stories and us being able to like identify with one another and mm-hmm. be able to be like, yo, like, sis, like, bruh, like beautiful soul, like I've been through this too, and because you're sharing this with me, you just spoke to my soul mm-hmm. in a way that you didn't even recognize and had you not been vulnerable enough to even do this or even search for this, we wouldn't even be at this place and right. those are like the markers that I feel like the universe the ancestors like you know what I'm saying are divine put into our lives to remind us like no this is where you're supposed to be right. this is how you allow yourself to become closer to you and closer to the universe closer to nature as a whole and right. just reconnecting back to the full essence of self all you need is a
1: little juju thank you and I love that you brought in nature just towards the end there because I mm-hmm. think that's like the core of so much of these beliefs systems, generally like we are of the earth like we live here like okay. this is something that needs to be honored and when nature ain't right we ain't going to be right ain't okay. nothing around us going to be right so i just appreciate you bringing up um nature cuz i think that that's something that we miss out on a lot um mm-hmm. unfortunately when we talk about quote unquote spirituality like we don't talk about the land so Thank Ooh. You. Uh, yes. So, you know, what can we or people um, expect from our class? I mean, essentially, y'all, to keep it 100, you know, we are still building it out. We're still kind of creating the class um, and it'll be three separate classes. I should all, I should also say. So mm-hmm. there'll be a class a month. Right. I think
2: it's, every other. I think every other. Yes, month every other. Like month. That. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So for three months one month on one month off we'll be doing classes each of our classes are 45 minutes each but they're all a part of the one bigger class so what can people expect from your respective portions what do you want to share even though we're still building it out what do you want people to kind of get from your 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 teachings um ahima you go Mm -hmm. Yes,
3: so I would definitely love for people to come in with, uh, to leave with uh, beginners information on the Ifa and Arisha tradition. What is Ifa? What does that really represent? What is Arisha? How does that, how do Arishas assist us to assist humanity? How does that really work? What is the foundational reason of why we do Ifa and Arisha? Um, My focus on my classes is to give people, I guess uh, I would say like the holy trinity of things regarding the higher self, the Ori, um, knowing that your own Ori, your own higher self is your own Orisha that you are born with, making you more powerful than all the Orishas combined and kind of, you know, breaking down the desire or the uh, being so pressed to understand which Orisha guides my head and understanding that the creator gave you your own Orisha, your own Ori, your own higher self to make God on earth and mm. to make that your focus to make that something that is more important than you than giving away your power to other divinities mm. um, and I wanted to kind of greet that foundation with ancestral veneration of of course ancestors is a foundation of all African traditional spirituality so talking about the ancestors is very important on um, just being able to have guidance on earth mm. um, ancestral veneration connects us to the earth while as Egbe the other thing that I wanted to talk about Egbe are. Soul family in heaven is what connects us to heaven. So when we have that balance between as above Egbe and soul below ancestors, we are in the space of divine protection and being in more spiritual alignment with our destinies and having the ashay and the understanding of our own we our higher self, can allow us to be open to when the blessings of our ancestors and Egbe arrives us, so we don't push us away. So this is why I wanted to more or less talk about. What is something that you can actually take away? So something that you don't need to be initiated to right. understand, and that you can, you know, bring forth into your own life and see, mm-hmm. see actual change happening in real time.
0: Right.
2: Thank Amen. you. Amen. Um, I love that because when I think about what I'm bringing to NOVA to these classes, I think about the tangible tools that we all have. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think about just like the very first step of for me was like getting into crystals, getting into tarot, learning how to just like read for yourself, but also slowing down the process of like intention. Um, for me, it's always been really important to just like be very clear as to the why, the how, um, and then the steps that you learn for yourself as you are going through your own specific journey, as you are learning more about how your intuition kicks in, like how you can use the universe's divination if you are slowing your thoughts down and slowing your Mm. breathing down enough to be able to like... Process what's happening around you and truly listen to not just like your inner self, but your higher self and also just being able sometimes to like listen to that inner child. I love that he may talked about the uh, Holy Trinity and I always refer to like the Holy Trinity of Earth is like, you know, your present self, your inner child and then your higher self, like finding that divine like equilibrium to make decisions and really step into um, that vibration of who you see yourself being like at the highest level when i think mm-hmm. about that i call it like my uh <laughs> my paris hilton is what i like to call her when she <laughs> like comes into the room for some reason just that divine that divine like i don't give a i don't give a damn about anything else because i know that i'm being li- i'm being sought out i'm being heard i'm being uh truthful to like my own personal like energy my own energetic code and leading with that um so all i'm going to be or what i'm going to be working on is just like you know how to really just like break down um cards break down just like You know, if I'm using this for like a specific type of client or want to use this for a specific type of reading, how can I use these or use this spread, use these tools in order to like help uproot maybe some part of my shadow self that I didn't even recognize? Like it's more about like getting the actual tangible like steps um, with things that you may have access to, like easy access to.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: So that way you can reclaim your power in that way.
1: Yes. And we love easy access, y'all. Like, I mean, in certain times we got to use what we got to use, but really what you got, Mm -hmm. we got to make it work. That's, that's just the crux of being black. Like Mm -hmm. you just make Mm -hmm. it work with what you have Um, and it can still be, and it's still enough with, with, with what you have. Mm -hmm. So thank you for saying that. I, you know, don't really know exactly what I want to talk about. I mean, I think um, as someone who just talks about this all the time, obviously on the podcast, um, I think there's just a baseline level that I want people to be able to take away around just what is an ATR? What, what is the purpose? Like what mm-hmm. is a diasporic religion or tradition? Like, I think that um, in my part, I really just want to illuminate like the importance of it and how we've seen it in our everyday lives, how we, how it's been presented to us. Gary talked about this a little bit earlier around, you know, the whole demonization of it and, um, whether we're in the West or we're on the continent, the very thrilled <laughs> demonize it or in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just want to unearth that part because, you know, I'm, I'm going to assume that maybe some people who are joining the class don't know, or they might still have that internalized um, demonization. I think sometimes I still have that. Um, it's something that we have to work through and decolonize. Amen. So I really just want to decolonize it, you know, and, and just, meet everybody where they're at and hopefully that they take away like oh I feel a little bit more safer or secure and moving forward in my spiritual journey. Um well I guess that's it. Maybe that's just it just came to me. Maybe that's just <laughs> what I <I'm> do. <doing. laughs> and I think it all flows beautifully. Beautifully. Jade and Ty, we're gonna talk about that. But yes. <laughs> um so I feel like y'all are so pointy. Y'all been like answering my questions that I wrote out already. Um, let's see. And I can have time to think because things can get edited and it won't be awkward. Um, what else? Is there anything particular y'all think I should, we should talk about? How can people find you, engage with your work? Oh, I guess we should also talk about like, what do you all offer just in a general sense outside of what we're going to be doing on Nova, which all y'all need to sign up for our class when it's, when it's, when it's locked in, Please. but what else do you all um, offer? Clearly your teachers and what, what more?
2: Um so I offer, I was gonna say I, I'm a Reiki practitioner. Um I've been a Reiki master for two years now. Um so I offer a lot of just like uh, in-person sessions or just like uh you know distance Reiki also. Mm-hmm. Um I find like mind, body, spirit alignment is just like so important. Um and being able to like go through the steps with people is really important. Like, you know, sometimes you uh, get a session with somebody and it's like, oh, like you'll feel this, you know, start noticing these things, whatever, whatever, like we'll talk to you guys in a couple of months. And I'm like, no, like I want to like be there as kind of like the person to go alongside the journey with a person. So it's like checking in, like what have you been noticing? Um, have you been hearing like your body like saying something different, like really like having those types of things going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my work has just been around like being like uh, I call myself like a little uh, spiritual best friend. I'm like, hey, let's talk about what you've been feeling and what do you think this like connects to and just like helping to like unlock Um, So a lot of my work has been uh, around that. I use it if I'm doing distance by candle magic. So like candle energy and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. um, because fire energy is so potent. um, So I love using that with like my work. Um, And then historically, I have done like divination sessions, like just like readings and stuff like that for people. Um, but I have been pulling back from like the one on the one to ones just a little bit more. It's just, you know, a crazy time of the year. And, you know, sometimes you got to make sure that your alignment is to get right. <laughs> together before you start uh, dropping stuff for other folks. Hello. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like where I've been more focused on is like energy, energetic healing and energetic cleanup. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the services that I'm offering right now.
1: OK, thank you. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ahime? What you got?
3: awesome so I'm a priestess but I'm also a wordsmith I'm a writer so the words that I use are very intentional to invoke a lot of healing into people and to make you feel things which is where I you know I'm on Twitter I'm on Instagram speaking words of truth and speaking words of poetry and prose that mean things to me Mm -hmm. Um, also educating people on African spirituality on Twitter on these social platforms and also on my own Patreon as well Um, being ADHD and part of the autistic community, I make sure that my Patreon is accessible for those who are part of those communities, so they feel like they can learn and grasp the information as well. Um, I do one-on-ones, but it is very limited slots, and it's basically mostly for my Patreon only. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very important for me to teach and to educate. So that is this, the foundational thing that I offer to people in forms of writing and in short form content and videos as well.
1: Nice. Uh, since you brought the Patreon up, uh, Hime, you might as well finish off. Plug all your things. Where can people find you on Twitter, on Instagram, on Patreon? Let us know. Go ahead, Hime.
2: Um. Oh, actually, don't
1: matter. Go ahead. (laughs) We all got the thing, so whoever.
2: (laughs) Um, You can find me on um, Twitter at GangstaGurry, G-U-R-R-Y. I'm on Instagram as well. I do have a Patreon um, where I like to provide a variety of different things. Um, So patreon.com backslash GangstaGurry. Um, I offer just tarot write-ups, offer, um, so I do a lot of, like, movement Reiki and movement healing, so it's, like, dancing to, like, uh, popular music, dancing to popular songs, or just, like, specific types of, like, beats and stuff like that to move through energy. Um, So you can find me on there. Turn it up.
3: (laughs) Yes, period. Thank you so much. Um, I'm on Instagram, on Twitter, on the same handle, Ahime Aura. You can also find me on Patreon there as well. And that's just where, you know, I post and educate people on African spirituality, but also, you know, tell you tweets and speak tweets to kind of find you at the right time. So if you're looking for that person that gives you reminders or invokes healing for you, follow
2: me on those
1: platforms yes and he nice. may got all the good tweets yo okay for sure all Listen. the girls be posting the he makes tweets honey period um, <laughs> <laughs> well thank y'all so much for being here um everyone's social platforms and patrons will be in the show notes of course um if this is your first time listening to a podcast welcome don't just stop here we got a lot of content this is giving episode 73 so we got a lot of things for you but yes. um specifically make sure that you um check out our class. So follow us, all, all of our social platforms. I'm at ITSJJBAE. I'm also at A Little Juju Podcast, spelled out just how it sounds on the gram. I miss Juju Bay on Twitter. I got a Patreon too. All that will be in the show notes, but yes, keep an eye out because we want y'all there. We want y'all to get this good Juju. We want y'all to get this good knowledge. We're going to decolonize. We're going to heal. Um, so yeah, this is really excited. Shout out to um, everyone on the Nova Network p- platform as well. Um, make sure y'all joined. This is something that I think we should just put a lot of energy behind and really build it up because it can be, you know, whatever we want it to be. We're going to make it up. So we want to see y'all on there. Thank y'all So much, and I'll see you later.
0: Bye. bye All you need is a little
1: juju. And thank you all so much for tuning into another episode of A Little Juju Podcast. If you would like to keep up with me, you know, you can find me on the Grizzam Instagram at I T S J U J U B A E. I'm also it's juju on Twitter. You can also find me at A Little Juju Podcast, spelled out just like it sounds, like the title of the show on um instagram i have that page um follow my youtube channel hit me up on my website for some reiki email me about officiating email me about sponsorships uh email me about media stuff all of that um did y'all see my little vogue feature did y'all see that uh but anyway appreciate y'all so much thank you again for tuning in and remember all you need is a little juju see ya
0: my bailey's i'm my ancestors baby so i give them everything that they gave me yeah so i can't be stopped manifested everything gives me props i'm spiritually rounded while i'm on the top my spirits surrounded so i'll never drop, drop.